This week, we talk about how chopsticks, hand lotions, and breathing colors gives your body power over your mind. Bringing hope and healing. It's your source for personal growth, mental health, and interesting ideas. Thoughtful Mind with Svee. Here's your host, Svee Hilsenrath. And welcome back to Thoughtful Mind with Svee. I'm your host, Svee Hilsenrath. I'd like to take a minute to thank all the people in Broomfield, Colorado, this week's Gratitude City, for listening in. Thank you, everyone, in Broomfield, Colorado. Many people have heard the expression mind over body, and this week we're going to flip it around and talk about how our body has control over our mind, meaning how our actions, what we do with our body, can affect our mood and our thoughts. This is something that I speak to clients about on a pretty regular basis. Some of these things are things that can change your mood instantaneously. Some are things that you do on a consistent basis that will improve your mood or improve your thoughts over the long term. Both are important. Sometimes you need that short jolt and sometimes you need that long disciplined mood enhancer. The classic example of the latter of the long term disciplined mood enhancer is exercise, aerobic exercise. Aerobic exercise fills your mind with dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, and endorphins. These are things that lead to good mood. These are the chemicals that act in our brain and make us feel good. And unlike artificial ways of enhancing those things like drugs, exercise is something that is natural and important and needed for us to do. So moving your body every day will automatically generate the chemicals in your brain that will enhance your mood. And the more exercise you do, the better it works. Uh, another tip, just this is not necessarily a, a body thing, but another thing to do is to exercise as part of a group. Dr. James Blumenthal and people at Duke University found that exercising for at least 30 minutes, at least three times a week as part of a group can help alleviate depression and improve your mood as well and as effectively as medication. So exercising as a group is very important, but even just exercising alone, just using your body consciously to improve your mood by bringing all these good chemicals naturally into them will make you a happier person, not to mention a healthier one. Another thing you can do, and the more you do it, the more natural it becomes to you, the better you feel about yourself, is standing tall with your head held high, your shoulders back, your back straight, standing with good posture. I like to think of it as a string is pulling me up through my head and spine. It's pulling me up so it takes me a little bit on the, the balls of my toes and off my heels, just a little bit. Walking around like it, standing like that, even for a couple of seconds, will fill you with confidence. And the more you do it, the more that feeling of confidence, of positivity, will become a natural part of how you are and how you walk and how you move. It's something that builds upon itself. Jordan Peterson has a lot of work on this, and he describes it as the message you project not only to the outside world, but to yourself about your abilities and your competence. And often when I'm going into a situation where I feel unsure, uh, recently I went into a situation at work where it was a new situation to me and I wasn't sure I'd be able to handle it. And I took the time to make sure that my posture was straight. Again, that string pulling me up through my head, through my spine. And so I'm standing a little bit straighter and my shoulders are a little bit more back. And that filled me with a sense of confidence. I was able to address the situation at work with positivity, with confidence, and ultimately was able to achieve what I needed to achieve. 
So exercise and, and standing with good postures are things we can work on on a consistent basis, make it a part of how we are and, and who we are and how we act in the world. And being conscious of it and going after it on a consistent basis will improve our mood and will improve our thoughts, make our thoughts more positive. Richard Wiseman in his book, The As If Principle, talks about how when we're in a good mood, we smile. But we can trick our brain into thinking we're in a good mood by forcing ourselves to smile. That not only does the brain cause the smile to happen, not only do the chemicals being released in the brain cause the smile to happen, but the reverse is also true. By forcing yourself to smile, you can also release the chemicals in your brain, the dopamine, and and make yourself feel good by tricking your brain, by forcing yourself to smile. They found that if you take a pen or a chopstick, or one of those coffee stirs, and you put it in your mouth, if you hold it parallel to the floor, and you put it in your mouth all the way back, so it forces your lips a little bit back and forces your mouth up, then your brain will translate that as a smile and will release the dopamine endorphins into your brain, thus making you feel good. And I've done this with friends and clients, and sometimes I'll be out with friends and we're having coffee and they're not necessarily in a good place. And I'll, I won't tell them why I'll say, look, let me, let's just try this thing and keep the, you know, get one of those uh, coffee stirs that they have at the coffee shop, Starbucks, whatever you put it in your mouth and just leave it there for 10 seconds. And it's incredible. It really, really works. I know for myself, so many of the times when I'm alone in the car uh, just alone, me and my head, just me and my brain, often negative thoughts will come then um, because my brain is doing nothing else except for driving. And so it'll often go toward negativity. So many of the things that we're going to talk about today can't be done while driving, but this is something that you can do while driving. Being conscious of your mood and then forcing yourself to smile, you can literally change your mood in a few seconds. Here's another action that you can do uh, with your body that can improve your mood. That's hand washing or using hand lotion. Many people find this very calming. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling like things are a little out of control, many people find that washing their hands, not quickly, but slowly washing their hands or using hand lotion slowly will calm them down. Uh, some people find that the smell of the hand lotion is also calming or, or smelling an essential oil or something like that. People find very calming uh, a scented candle, but specifically the hand washing motion or, or the motion used when putting on hand lotion, people find very calming, uh, including myself. I don't particularly know why this is. I just know that it works. Here's another technique that I teach my clients that's very helpful, and that is controlled deep breathing. Often when people think about deep breathing, they think about this. <laughs> I know that's not the greatest sound to listen to while you're listening to a podcast, but bear with me for this. That action of, (sighs) that will actually make you more anxious because it's telling your brain that you're running from something. It's triggering the part of your brain that gets into fight or flight mode. It'll make you more stressed out. Controlled deep breathing is a three-step process. It's a completely different thing. And I find for me, the first step is how I'm sitting. So I can't do the standing well, and I have to be sitting. Um, I, For me, I have to have my hands on my legs right right above my knees. So uh, I, I'll sometimes rub that just in a circular motion. That'll help me focus on what I'm about to do. And once I'm a little focused, 
I'm going to breathe in through my nose for a count of three, hold it for a count of three, and breathe out slowly through my mouth for a count of eight to 12. That's the pattern. So I'm going to do this. You're not necessarily going to hear it, but I'm going to try to make it a little louder than usual just so you can hear what's going on or you can understand what's going on and try to count along. So it's going to be three in, hold for three, and then out for eight to 12. Here I go. And again. I don't know if you were able to hear that. Maybe you just heard a bunch of silence, but I was doing it. Um, and the reason why this works is you, instead of that fast anxiety inducing breathing that many people think of when they think of deep breathing, what you're doing is you're slowly bringing oxygen into your brain and you're leaving it there. And then you're slowly letting it out. And the control part of it helps calm you down. The fact that you're in control of your breath and you're focusing only on your breath is a very calming experience. Controlled breathing is a part of a lot of meditation practices. We're going to be talking about meditation a different week. But just this can be a meditative experience in a sense that when you're focused only on your breathing and shutting out the rest of the world, you will often experience thoughts, ideas that you wouldn't have otherwise. Things may come into your head, positive things may come into your head. I find for myself that it really helps me center and and when I'm stuck, doing this controlled breathing will open me up to ideas and thoughts, positive thoughts that I wouldn't have been open to otherwise my stress or my anxiety or my depression or, or, or negative thinking was taking up too much space in my head. And by doing this controlled breathing, I'm opening up space for positivity and joy and light to come in. One other technique that I use when doing this breathing is I breathe colors. Uh, I was taught this by somebody where you breathe in a calming color and you breathe out a fear color or an anger color or a stress color or a depression color. And so for me, uh, I breathe in blue. It's as if I'm breathing in blue smoke. I picture it coming in through my nose, down my throat, into my torso, and then I'm breathing out red smoke. And that is fear or anxiety or stress or whatever. Once you've gotten the controlled breathing down, I wouldn't recommend jumping right into thinking about colors. I I think that's counterproductive. But once you've got the controlled breathing down, to come back to it and start to visualize breathing in colors, I found to be very, very helpful in calming me down and uh, bringing in positive thoughts and also helping me focus on the breathing. Even when other things are happening outside, it helps me shut out the rest of the world. Now, something I'll often do with clients is a somatic type experience. And that is If you're feeling a strong emotion, finding it on your body. So for example, uh, if somebody's feeling fear, where is it? Is it in your stomach? Is it in your heart? Is it in your head? Where's the fear? If you're feeling down, you're feeling sad, where is that sadness? And I'm often surprised. Like I, I spoke with somebody last week who felt fear in his head. And the week before I spoke to somebody who felt fear in their shoulders. Usually people feel in their stomachs, but not always. 
And one thing that I've learned is that just like there's a part of our body where the fear or the negative emotion is focused, there's also a part of our body where positive emotion is focused. And so, for example, for me, if I'm feeling very stressed out, if I put my hand on the back of my neck or or on the top of my head um, and just hold it there for a few seconds, that can often help me calm down and focus. I don't know why it works. It just does. Finding that spot, again, for some people, it's the shoulders, the back of the head, the neck, the face is often one. Just putting your hand for a few seconds there can help you calm down and relax and really relieve stress in a, in a definite way. One thing that I've learned more recently is taking that negative energy a step further. So if once you found the negative energy, the fear or stress or, or whatnot on your body, your head, your shoulders, your stomach, closing your eyes and imagining it going up through your body or down through your body, through your arms and into your hands. And as you're imagining it, almost like it's an energy, like it's a light or or like it's a heat in your hands. And as you imagine it going into your hands, you start to clench your hands tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter until all the energy, all the negative energy is focused in your hands and they're either very bright or very hot. And then you slowly unclench your hands and let that energy or heat or light go. And especially when people are feeling very, very, very stressed or very high anxiety in a moment, this is a very definite technique that can bring people calm and peace very quickly. And when you combine it with that original idea of finding the fear or sadness or depression on your body, and then learning to close your eyes and visualize it going through your body into your hands, and then letting it go, it can be a very powerful technique. The hands technique alone even without finding uh, the negative on your body as in the somatic way, just the hand thing alone of the clenching, focused clenching, and then unclenching and visualizing fear or anxiety or stress in your hands is a great way to relieve stress in the moment and help you get refocused. I hope these ideas are helpful to you. I found them helpful to me both in my professional work and in my personal life. I've used all of these uh, to great success and have helped others learn these techniques, and they use them to create success. I would say, personally, I use the breathing one the most. I do periods of controlled breathing every morning before I get started with my day, just to help me stay focused on positivity and begin my day in a proper manner. As always, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Knowing that people are listening to this podcast really brings me such joy that it makes me want to keep doing this. Thank you to everyone that reaches out to me through the website, thoughtfulmindpodcast.com, through the email, thoughtfulmindpodcast.gmail.com, through the voicemail number 732-523-0061. Thank you to everyone that's been sharing this podcast on social media. And for everyone that shared the last two podcasts with three people like I asked last week, thank you. If you found this one helpful, please share it with somebody too. And until next week, go out, believe in yourself.